Hello and welcome to A Bit Above Podcast. I'm Audra. And I'm Hadassah. And we are two average women living oceans apart. Our show displays a reachable lifestyle where we work to be better versions of ourselves in our day-to-day life. We know that the constant strive for perfection can lead to anxieties and disappointment, so we make changes that enhance our lives without giving up the things we love. Join us each week as we chat about motherhood, positivity, feel-good stories, relationships, and everything in between. All right, Hadassah, I see here on our bullet points, you invented a new drink. And let yes. me just clarify, is it like a bobby water? What What's happening? No, for those who don't, doesn't know what, don't know, don't know what a bobby water is. Um, it's like a drink that Bobby Bones invented. That's what she's saying. She's just, she talks like everybody listens to that show, but okay. Because they should. Tell them what's in the bobby water. Oh, I don't know. How do you not know? It's talked about like a hundred times. It's like nerds and strawberries. Yeah, exactly. Like a strawberry, I don't know, a syrup or added fruit to a water. And then they add nerds to it. Oh, like at a Sonic. Sonic, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) and which there's no Sonic here. So no Sonic here. That's for sure. (laughs) We've had no Bobby water. So apparently Hadassah has created our own new one. (laughs) No, 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 no. See, I I didn't want you to bring up Bobby water because I didn't, I want this to be, I don't want it to take away the shade from the Bobby water. You know what I mean? I don't want to steal a thunder. No, no, no. I don't want to steal a thunder. All right. No Bobby water talk. (laughs) This is a whole new thing. Okay. What do we got? And it's legit. So I really wish that we would have started this on a serious note because (laughs) it's legit. Like I've been loving it. Okay. So basically I created this new drink. It's probably not like a new invention, but like in my head it is because I came up with it on my own. You know what I mean? Like nobody. It's like new to you. Right. You know, when you think of a good joke and then you see it written somewhere else and you're like, okay, well, I still came up with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it, that's what it is. So basically it's like a concentrated water flavor that I make. So basically I take a bunch of mint leaves. Um, I think it's spearmint. No, it definitely is spearmint. And the juice of a whole lemon and honey. And I make like a lot of it, you know, like I just concentrate that up. And then I put it in a jar with hot water. And then I have this super strong concentrate that I just kind of keep in the fridge in a pitcher. And then when I drink water, I just put like a splash of it in it. And it literally tastes like super pure, like fresh, minty, but like lemony, but like only a little water. It's so good. And this is why I call it like an invention in a way, because we're so worried about like, our intake of water, you know, and this is a really good way to increase your intake of water, which was my huge goal. Okay. (laughs) And now my water tastes fantastic. (laughs) Well, I can imagine that it does. I personally don't care for spearmint, but that's just a preference thing. But yeah, I mean, I'm all down for any type of flavored water, like fruit infused water that like sits, but then your fruit looks a little bit weird. But where you do it in a concentrate form, that's got to taste better than like each glass. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, and it's easier, you know? And also, wait, do you remember Crystal Light? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the packages, not like a person. Yes. No. What? <laughs> well, in case somebody thought it was a person, Crystal, you know, <laughs> like first name. What's happening today? Last like, name Light. Oh <laughs> it's Friday. I know you say you don't like mint, but you really have to try it in order to see, you know, and I don't think you will try it. So clearly this is not like something for you. But I will say that if my husband heard this, he's going to say that basically in Israel, like the most popular drink there is like not most popular, but like a very popular one 
which is called limonana, which in Hebrew, like um, lemon um, is limon and nana is the beer mint. And so it's, it is a drink, you know, just in different forms. So usually they just kind of like blend it. Sometimes they'll put like alcohol in it, but if not, well, that's like, taken a drink to a whole new level, <laughs> but for real, that's like a drink. And like, so I guess that's where I got the patent from, you know, <laughs> then I just kind of customize it to my benefits or to how I like to consume water. So wait, okay. So you could have a concentrated, what do you put it in? Like a pitcher in the refrigerator? Yeah. You know, the pitcher I always drink from when I'm drinking yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, no. I do. It's quite comical. But like, so Aurel could like sneak by and like, dump some booze in there and you wouldn't even know because you're only pouring a small concentrated amount into your water and all day long you could be you know feeling really good I guess. Audra if my husband was sneaking booze into my bottles I would be the luckiest gal on the planet. (laughs) Well for those who are listening (laughs) this is how you can get away with your bougie boozy water. water. We're gonna call it the bougie water because it feels so expensive. Unless you add booze, then it's boozy water. <laughs> boozy water, yeah. But I'll say that um, your Fiji water or whatever that, yep. I mean, I'm embarrassed to even talk about because I don't know. <gasps> it's so good. It has added minerals. Honey, there's minerals wherever you go. No, not in my water. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. I'm a little, you know, high maintenance-ish. You know what don't I judge. do instead of your Fiji water is I make my own boozy water, which is so like, it's like what? When you look at a Fiji water, when you look at one of those smart waters, wherever those things are called, like, oh my God, do you remember those tall with the blue? Like, Yeah, I call them brown. dumb waters. Well, uh, when <laughs> when you're looking at those things, it looks like it tastes like a bougie water. <laughs> by the way that it's packaged. <laughs> no, by the way it tastes. It literally, the, the little tiny bit of mint and the little tiny bit of lemon and the little bit of honey is like the perfect water. I like I'm all down for honey, even lemon. It's the mint part. I'm not good with mint. It's a clarifier. Like it's super healthy. It's probably full of antioxidants, probably super great. Everybody should have it every day. Okay, whoa, 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 wait. Don't listen. She said probably for <laughs> saying it. She doesn't even know. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Yeah, Google, I don't know either. I, I'm not saying it though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I know, but I'm saying it could be fantastic. You drink tea all the time. I mm-hmm. am drinking tea right now because of you, because I was at the store and I was in a shopping mood and I bought like a tea sampler, but like a big one. And I'm drinking this like passion fruit. I actually took my bougie water and I mixed it with the tea. And it's What's like it this. Taste like? It's so freaking good. It's so Is it I, now? It's amazing. <laughs> it's like the bougier water because of the, the passion, like, oh my God, like it's the small things in life. Like you don't need huge, great things to be happy. It's literally different things that you could do to like customize your experience of living and drinking water blows sometimes. I don't know why it just makes you feel <laughs> so full and it's so like, oh, but not this. It's so good. I love it. I'm glad that you mixed it because when I make my tea, it's three different flavors of tea mixed together and then they steep together. And that's what I drink. It's not just one tea flavor. It's three combined. It's my way of making my Starbucks drink that I can't get all the time because Starbucks is, well, fantastic and a little pricey. But it kind of tastes like the passion fruit tea that I used to always drink at Starbucks. Yeah. See, you make your own concoction and it's way like um cheaper affordable yeah <laughs> no. i was going to say like not expensive i'm like what is the nice way of putting it <laughs> speaking of being like full we had two barbecues two days in a row it's like 
Orel would say it's an Israeli thing, but I was trying to convince him that Americans love barbecue. So it's not an Israeli thing. So like certain places are like known for barbecue, but I barbecue in general all year round. Like yeah, to light he up a grill and cook food is normal, at least in my house. Do you know the bags of coal? Like they're like this bag, but there's it's like you have to grab this bag and it's like black coal in it. And it's like usually red or something. Well, there's all sorts of coal, but I, I believe I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I um, buy charcoal in a way bigger quantity. So mine's like, a. Um, can you move that two pack for me? Because it weighs like 50 pounds. Basically, my husband bought one that you can literally just put on top of the grill and it just kind of happens automatically. Oh, well, see, uh, we could go on for days about barbecue because I have so many tips and tricks. I just know what I'm doing for me. So like if other people, like if I go to somewhere nice and they have barbecue, I'm like, your barbecue is fantastic. You know what I mean? But like the actual act of barbecuing, cooking food over an open flame is easy breezy. And I think that's just from years of camping. No one else was going to cook. So I did. That's a good skill to know. Like I wouldn't know what to do, but I think in emergency, I can figure it out. But um, my point of what I was saying with that was that I'm so full because I had barbecue two days in a row because. I mean, if it was up to my husband, we'd be doing it every night or like a lot of nights. But mm. now you make me want a barbecue, but it snowed here today. So now I'm just going to have to brush the snow off the grill. Look, <laughs> look at this. Oh, I'm so jealous. She's steak. holding up. Yeah. I'm holding up a piece yeah. of steak. I want barbecue now. Mm. I made turkey dinner yesterday. So it's a stretch to all of a sudden go from turkey dinner, which is like a winter meal, which, you know, clearly I was prepping for today's snow. A winter and meal? Girl, yeah. it's food. Food is food. Who cares? What? This isn't well, cause like, some fashion. Well, like it's a heavier kind of a meal when you get like a turkey and all the sides and the rolls and a dessert. Let's not get carried away. It's not Thanksgiving or Christmas, people. But I had all the things, but it's a heavier kind of meal. And it takes a while to cook turkey. So you're also heating up your house so it's warm. So like in the middle of summer, I ain't cooking no whole turkey. Oh, you're giving them rice cakes for dinner. <laughs> hey, could be. I mean, it has been known to have dessert before dinner in my house before. So, but now I want barbecue. Thank you. All right. Have you, Hadassah, heard of the Fire Festival? Like the show on Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Oh, yeah. They did do a special, didn't they? Wait, I think both networks. Yeah, yeah. Own no. special. I, yeah. I just can't remember which one I, I saw. Yeah. I watched one of them too. Probably uh, Netflix. Okay. Anyway. So, a couple of years ago, like they had this festival that was supposed to be in the Bahamas, I believe. And it was put on by this guy, Billy McFarlane. And Ja Rule was also backing him up. You know, the singer from like the 90s. I think he had a couple hits. Yes, yes, yes. I was, I was imagining a lady, but then you said him. I'm oh, yeah, sure. because Ja Rule sang with the other girl. OK, going on. So they were going to have this big old festival and people were going to be in these lavish accommodations and these well-known artists were going to come and sing and do what all these things for several, you know, over several days or a couple days or no days in this case, because that's what happened in the end. And so it totally was a flub. They got some dirty tents. They got like somebody said cheese out of the back of a like a truck or a car. And like, it was awful. And then the people couldn't even leave because there wasn't enough planes to get them off the island and all these things, right? Well, apparently just this morning, I read that the fire Festival attendees each are going to win $7,200 in the $2 million class action settlement that they just went through. So 
three or four years ago, this happens. And I think each ticket was like $1,500. And then whatever it cost you to like fly there and everything else that it cost you to like fly back home a couple of days later, like people were sleeping in airports trying to get a plane back home. Wow. All these things, but they're each going to get $7,200, which is great. Oh, well, I mean, if you put about $2,500, let's say into the whole thing. And even though you got a dirty tent and slept in an airport for a couple of days, you're getting 7,200. So you're getting like, you know, like five grand, let's say. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would be down for going to a festival like that for 5,000. I've been involved in class action lawsuits and clearly there was a lot more people. I'd get like $5 back, like a check. I wasn't even worth cashing to me. I'm like, really? In the end, this is what I get back. It cost me hundreds or thousands of dollars of whatever I lost. And I get $5. I sued someone once. <gasps> you you know sued that? someone? Yes. No? Who'd you sue and why? Oh, my God. Um, a few years ago, I was here in Israel and I was. Um, so <laughs> basically here in Israel, there's like a draft for like a mandated draft for the army. Obviously, there's like exceptions and stuff, and there's ways out of that, but I had to go because I'm Israeli. And so the first time you go to the army, like they draft, they they like call you in for a certain day because they have you on records and stuff. And I went to this like place that they do like medical exams and all these questions and like everything, whatever. It was very weird because like nobody spoke English. And so I was I didn't speak Hebrew as well at the time. Still not at all, basically, but um, I was there for like eight, nine hours, 10 hours, something like that. And I had to get a medical exam, but the doctor didn't speak English. They had this like 18 year old boy soldier come into the room. Basically, he asked me all the questions about my medical history and stuff and then like told it to her in Hebrew. Oh, he was like a translator. Well, he wasn't. He was just some random kid. But yeah, no, oh. he was not. He, he just knew English. They said, hey, does anyone speak English? Oh, my God. <laughs> this isn't a professional. This was just some random person. Mm-hmm. OK, go on. I need so to then, know more. Like he's asked me if I have any diseases. So I told him about one that I personally like to keep to myself. OK. And he told it to her. I was like, def- definitely awkward as hell. It was just like weird. She wanted me to get like from my doctor, like just so that like I can take medication for it. Like I had to ask my doctor to send over forms saying about whatever condition. Okay. It was that's private, not anyone's <laughs> business. No one needs to know you're fine. Safe so, place. Like I'm waiting in the waiting room and then she comes out and like the waiting room is filled with all these kids, like waiting for their turn. Tons of them. And she like yells across to like some other soldiers basically saying, that I need to get my eyes and my ears examined. But then I also need to have a doctor to check out this disease. She said the name of it? Literally. And everybody looked at me and was just like, yeah. What did you say back? I was so embarrassed. I said nothing. I can't even talk in a language that they were able to understand. It was so embarrassing. I was so awkward. I would like try not to cry for the next like five hours that I had Isn't there patient confidentiality? Yes. Like you can't be yelling that. Cra- exactly. So that's why you sued. So I sued. Guess what happened? We, we I come home from, from I'm like riding the train back from like um, it was in the south of Israel. We also lived in the south, but it was like an hour more south. And I told my husband about it and he got all defensive and he started calling like the lawyers and stuff. And 
we hired a lawyer and she yes we paid her up front <laughs> oh no oh no this is not going good oh, and I'm glad I, I'm sitting I was saying that we should look for someone else but my husband like he just he is a man of greatness and he really knows how to take the lead in projects he truly thinks that his ideas are great and so this one he <laughs> really was into it and that a really nice office <laughs> and it turned out they are uh they disappeared and there's over like 400 cases against them now and they're oh like my gosh. definitely a scam and so they got like 20,000 shekels from us or like 15,000 shekels from us. Oh my gosh. No. So what? Yeah. So nothing ever happened? Zero. <laughs> nothing happened. I would file a complaint with that wherever the place was, like file a complaint with them so that it has to be reviewed. That is not okay at any yeah, point. That's like, and I'm not going to speak any like bad against any anyone in any specific like organization just because I don't feel like I'm the voice for that um and I don't know anything like I don't know enough but I will say that per my story hearing and stuff like that it's not like the most professional atmosphere in like certain ways so I don't think that they're running to like HR and like gonna like fix the situation I think it's just like a more common thing there's like less of a stricter confidentiality guideline no no no, no. that <laughs> the, but that's wrong but like I've had ta like taxi drivers here in Israel like ask me like the most personal private questions about like my sex life and I'm just like where does that even come from like I'm not even talking to you I'm sitting here quietly in the backseat like to generalize it into like the not just Israel just in general like no matter where you live if you're a minority like there's going to be a different way of being treated. So like Israel's no different. It's not like it's better or worse here, there. I don't know. And I'm not saying everybody treats minorities poorly, but a lot of people do truly like the amount of money I pay for things here. If my husband's not here, they'll overcharge me. Like I paid 70 shekel. Okay. For a taxi to work one day, like a few years ago, I was still like rather new. And in that city, there's a map, like it's a state, a uh, flat fee of 25 shekel. <gasps> and I didn't know that. But then once I figured that out, I knew. And then I one time got in a car with with a, a taxi person and she was also like a new immigrant here. So like, I don't know why she would be the one like effing with me, but I gave her 200 shekel bill for the change for 25 shekel. And she only gave me as if I gave her a hundred shekel and she denied that I gave her 200 shekel. And I was like, I know what I have. I'm like, not nah, dumb, dumb, but. And so I was like, I mean, I kept going at her until she just gave it to me. But I mean, there's a whole new level of being of the way you're treated when you're a minority. And it doesn't matter where you're from. I'm not talking about Israel here. and I'm not talking about the army or anything like that. But I'll just say in that specific isolated situation for me, the people there didn't care about my confidentiality. And I'm the army's huge. So it's not to say that they won't care for my isolated situation or that they don't think it's OK or whatever. It's just in, in every big organization or whatever, there's they're still humans working this. It's like kids. <laughs> like how old are the people in the army? Like it's it's not nothing's going to happen. It's not like you think that's the worst thing that probably happens there. No, <laughs> I know. Like I get what you're saying at the same time, though. I mean, there's just a truthful way to work around things. You know what I mean? The person could have slipped somebody else a piece of paper, say, oh, by the way, she needs something for this. I mean. The action was already done. They're 
was no consequences. I probably would have snapped back at the woman because that's just my personality because it would not have been okay with me. And even though I have anxiety, I also stand up for myself with something that I wholeheartedly believe should not be on display for everybody else because I'm a little bit extra modest in that regard. Right. But put yourself in a situation like you're in, I don't know, like make up a city, like you're sitting in China and you don't speak Chinese. Oh, I, they, all the better. Then they wouldn't even understand me as they'll just see me just okay, look sometimes like I'm I screaming. That. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I do that. But what I've learned is that when you scream and people don't understand what they're you're saying, they don't hear, they don't oh, see, yeah. like what you say isn't important. They just see a crazy lady screaming. <laughs> yeah. Which but is they can why see I don't, this is the struggle. You're <sighs> upset. They can <sighs> see that you're upset though. So even if they can't verbally understand you, they can physically see you're upset. Either oh way, God. that woman- you said she was older. Maybe she's all done in that profession. She's just one case though. Like for me, I'm okay. I've, I survived. That was not the hardest thing that's ever happened to me. It's, it was okay. What isn't fine is now going to the doctor and feeling like I don't have privacy because I don't know what's happening in Hebrew all the time. Like I do. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're one of my friends that are also here in Israel and you also moved here, like you'll relate to this. Not talking bad about Israel, but like talking bad about being in a place, not talking hard about being in a, a place of another language, then you're you're honestly like basically have to put trust in people when you don't know all the words that they're saying. I go to my in-laws house. I'm going to like out into the store. People talk to me all the time. And I have to just trust that what I think they're saying is what they're saying and communicate with people because I can't be mute, right? Because I spent most of my time here being mute, not being able to talk. I can't not talk. So I just have to basically trust that I know enough words. This is not what we came here to talk about. Like, oh my God, I don't know how we got here. But like, <laughs> imagine if you're living a life, but the the words are different. Like everything's different. The jokes are different. The language, the talking. The whole demeanor. Yeah, words. the whole the whole culture is different. I, well, you know, the culture is nice. I, I like the demeanor. It's more direct. But other than that. It may be a little too direct. <laughs> yes, but it's, time to it's time. girl, it's like making me stronger. I am embracing it at this point. I love the strong demeanor because it's making my skin thicker. Well, love that's it. great. Unless you come out like Leatherface and then it might not be so great. It's got to be hard. I wouldn't know what it's like wholeheartedly. If I just go from one state to another state, I feel like there's a different culture, let alone a completely different language or anything like that. I haven't had to experience anything. The places that I've gone, the majority of everybody has spoken English, so I've been able to manage just fine. Um, But I do think that even if you go, I mean, there's like, you know, you're from New Jersey. Isn't there a different way to act in New Jersey than there is? for sure. Like from my state? 100%. New Jersey prepared me a little bit for Israeli mentality. Um, But like, there's beauty though. Like, I want to say that like, I'm, I chose in the beginning not to talk much about my life here in Israel because I feel like I don't want to be representing the country I live in in any way. Like, so disclaimer here, like I live a very different lifestyle than most people. I'm home all day. <laughs> I work from home. I work like a few jobs from home. Corona, like I don't speak the language. It's a total different experience for me. So in my experience though, like it's part of my journey though. It's part of my life. And that's a huge part of what makes me me. So I feel like I want to be comfortable talking about it. But I just wouldn't be comfortable for people to to like take what I say and think that I'm making assumptions about a country or like about someone about a culture. Because even though I am Israeli now, you know, like I'm not the spokeswoman of, of Israeli because I've just barely been here and there was a pandemic. I love that you're sharing what you're going through. It would be no different than you sharing 
your journey from New Jersey to Dallas, that had to be eye-opening experience. You know what I mean? So I think each of the places that we go in life, it's a good place to talk about the experiences that happened to us specifically and what we've done or reacted or how we took it all in. And I think you still have a positive mindset and you love where you live. It's I do, good. I do. I'm like on the fence about moving home, but not because I don't. I actually do think my life would be easier here, even with the language, because I could only get better from here with when it comes to talking and learning Hebrew. Um, but, um, oh, you know, a, a word that I learned that's so cool. Uh, it's my new favorite Hebrew word. Do you want to learn a Hebrew word that's so, super nice? Oh, great. I could barely pronounce your last name. No, no, this is so the good. word. You're going to like this. So, you know, when you give someone like the chills, like you rub their body really softly. Why does this word have to do with that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. My husband told me this week that it's called Naimi. 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 To yeah. give chills. Basically, Naim is like nice. Oh. But like to make like it's kind of like, yeah. But Naimi. Isn't that cute? Hello. Naimi. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But my, my Hebrew is only gonna get better. I learn new words each day. If there's a job, like I wanna come home, but I also wanna come home to like being able to afford rent. And like I do, okay, I'm working now. I'm working two jobs. So like, I'm, I think I'll be okay. But making a big move is big. So I'm going to see if there's a bigger job. <laughs> if I get a bigger job, then I'll go home. That's that's basically my timeline for anyone listening who's like, not really like Audra talk, and I talk all the time. So she knows like my plan, right? But that's the plan is to stay in Israel. We're, um, we're moving down South in like a little bit. And then we're going to go move to America if I get a big job, which is the plan. <laughs> Yeah. And it's a great plan. Come on, America. We need to get her here sooner just because I want to meet. (laughs) We can meet. I'll come. I'll come visit. I know. In the babes. Like we said last episode, I will see about the baby. (laughs) Yes, we will. (laughs) As in, we will see the baby here. I mean, I'm going to manifest that. Look, oh my God, this is crazy. Like I'm looking at our notes for this episode and this was not on our, I like how we got into a whole conversation this episode and we have not covered our notes yet. I know we started with fire festival going to muck in the Bahamas. Too. And it goes down to like my doctor yelling my diseases all over the, the room. Oh my God. So awkward. Audra wanting to see the baby in person, please. Oh my God. Speaking of barbecues, I think I'm going to be TikTok famous. Why? What did you do on TikTok now? Nothing. I didn't do it, but I have a good idea. This is such a random episode because we're literally just it's because like we haven't talked today yet. So we're just talking as if like we haven't talked yet. <laughs> Do you remember I told you about that coal that like the bag of coal that um opens up? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people love satisfying things. So I time lapsed it. Okay, I'm about to be TikTok famous. Stop. You definitely have to because I I need to see because I want to <laughs> number one, see what your bag of coal really looks like <laughs> in comparison to my bag of coal. <laughs> like, Is bag of coal, a- does that mean the same thing? Or are we talking about something different? Well, we call it charcoal. <laughs> no, I was making a joke. Never mind. Oh, I was making a joke because I was like, are we talking about actual things that bag of coal, coal or are we referencing something else? What else would you be referencing? I don't know. That's the joke. <laughs> it's supposed to make you think. That's a joke. Thank you for uh, oh maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's how I delivered the joke. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Once we start saying silly things, maybe it's our time to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's just our friend. Yay. (laughs) Saying that everything that we're supposed to talk about today, you'll hear next Wednesday. So be sure to listen for that. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of A Bit Above Podcast. 
we put out episodes every Wednesday and every Friday. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it right now. You can find us on social media at a bit above pod or email us at a bit above pod at gmail.com. The next episode we have is coming out on Wednesday. So be sure to look out for that and we'll see you then. Bye.